Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we are the Art of Decluttering and we are so excited to be here with you today because we also have a guest in the studio and a topic that you have requested six bajillion times. And we're here with Chantelle from Photos in Order. So she is our colleague who specialises in photo organising. So we thought, let's bring in an expert. Welcome, Chantelle. Hello. (laughs) You've just come back from the beach. I have. What's great. So nice. (laughs) Lots of photos people take down at the beach. About two. <laughs> you were too busy gas bagging with your girlfriends. Yes, probably. No, I've actually changed in terms of, you know, when you constantly organise photos, you start taking less photos. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like when you start decluttering all your stuff, That's you realise, mm, let's be thoughtful about what comes in. Yeah. That's right. Well, the first question that we have for you, Chantelle, is what is the point of taking photos? That's a good question. Well, that can be very personal, but in general, it's really that we want to remember a moment. That's, you know, every second is, it's already gone. So we want to be able to somehow remember that. And that's why we take photos. That's the, probably most, most of the time, that's the reason. Mm. Mm. Should we take more or less, do you think? (laughs) Yeah. Please don't take more. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) not really. Most of us do have way too many, me included. (laughs) I'm getting better because I work with it. Um, But look, it's just people are so overwhelmed by the sheer number of photos they have these days because we, we carry our cameras around with us at all times with the phone. So we... We just take too many photos at all times and we don't just take one photo because, you know, the kid is cute at whatever they do or their school performance or whatever and you take a, a million fo- photos, you only need one. <laughs> you Which know? is really funny. Like it's so different from when we used to, you know, it would take three weeks to get your film back mm. or it would take three weeks to finish a film and that would be a quick time frame of films <laughs> like sometimes you, I still I was in a client's home the other day and we found an old camera and it still had film yeah film in it lot. and I was all like yeah let's just expose <laughs> all of that because you're not going to pay the exorbitant price to get it yeah so anyway my point is that when when photos cost a lot mm. of money we used to be more deliberate but we still we took a couple more because we weren't sure if we got a good shot. Now you can tell instantly if you've got a good shot, and yet we still take five just in case. Yeah. Jared yeah. just did that of us out the front <laughs> just now, and now yes. I have to delete them all off my phone, <laughs> and I'm never going to because I've got twenty one thousand photos on my phone. That's not Is too that bad. Actually, true. Yes, mm. twenty one thousand. Chantelle, okay. is that? A lot? No. Really? 
there's people out there with way more photos on their camera roll than that. Yeah. I, I, for those listening, I'm literally opening my camera roll now, right now. <laughs> Do you? To see how many photos I have on it. Do you clear out your photos often, Amy? Almost daily. Yeah, see. Yeah, that's you're good. Weird. <laughs> you make Chantel happy, but you're weird. Oh, that's no, you have a, way too much time on your hands. This is a peak. I've got 164. <gasps> oh, are you having heart palpitations? But like 15 of those was taken today, and I've got a client load of photos on there. So right. that's more than I ever have. Okay, Jared's just saying over our, in our headphones, he's got 2,606. That's Chantel, pretty good. <laughs> have you got your phone there? Do you want to tell us how many you've got on? Uh, I haven't got it at hand, uh, but I just downloaded them the other week, so I probably have about 50 on there at the moment. But And look, that's the thing with technology. It changes so quickly these days. And nowadays you can take a photo on your phone and through the cloud it will pop up on your computer automatically. So it's all synchronised, which is great, but it also means that you have your whole photo collection on your phone. And for for me personally, I found I don't need that. Um, So I don't actually download them through the cloud. I do it manually and then I delete them off the phone. I do the same. Mm. And it saves so many photos being unnecessarily Mm. on the computer and unfiled on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Kirst. Yeah. I literally have 21,000. Are they on your computer as well? Yeah, no. they would be because you're all synced up, aren't you? They're only synced. Okay, but they're not filed or anything? No. Right. They're in a recent so... folder. That's why, that's why I was, like, a little scared to have Chantal <laughs> and, and why I haven't listened to many of her podcasts because I'm like, I'm not going there. So that can be my dirty little secret, which is now public knowledge secret. Sorry. <laughs> but then tell me, Kirsty, do you back up your phone? How do you back up your photos? <laughs> Nothing. There's got, a whole lot of got, I've got... I've got crickets for you, Chantel. <laughs> I, I think I'm. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm, that's pretty common. Question. You're in good company. That's oh, pretty common. I know. I, I yeah. know. I know. I think I back it up every now and again. How? But Apple tells me to back it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not an Apple, so I don't have any of that. Right. No, you're I'm an tough. Amy. I'm an Amy. <laughs> you're I said I'm brand. not an Apple. I'm not on Apple, <laughs> but I am Amy. But I'm but, on I'm on Android. Yeah, I, and we Windows? also use Google Photos on our phones. Too, okay. So. Yeah. Tell yeah. me, what should I do, Chantel? See, you're well. speaking. You, I am clearly. I'm probably guessing that. We're on Team Kirsty. Most of our listeners are Team Kirsty. I would imagine so. Amy. It's probably unlikely that they're on Team yeah. Amy, which has her photos filed by. <laughs> well, it, let me. Can I just interrupt with a second, just to let everyone know the intricacies of my brain? <laughs> when you have a baby, for the first six weeks, you file the photos by week: week one, week by two, day. week three, week four, week five, week six. Mm-hmm. Then from there, you file monthly. So April, May, June, July, till you get to two years. And at 24 months, you go to yearly. And so then my children have three years, four years, five years, six years. And there's a folder for everything and everything's in the right folder. And now once they hit, I think it was seven or eight, 
it becomes a family folder. So Ravel 2019. There's a lot of folders, but they're organised. So you can find a photo pretty quickly if you need to. Uh, If I can remember the year, Mm. the order I get, the harder that gets. She hasn't got... You haven't... Have you rename them or no they're all their original no tags okay so let's go back to curse because i think a lot of this is relevant (laughs) i was let's deflect (laughs) because i could improve but i don't want to no i do want to because all i have is folders so i was just giving people like an idea of yes yes, i'm organized yeah but i'm not i i couldn't find something unless i could remember the the food step in in being organized with photos to have some sort of folders if you work with a you know, totally software, independent, simple folder structure. And that can work great. What would be next is for you to add metadata to possibly rename files, to um, rate them, like to, you know, star rating, stuff like that, so that you make them searchable, that you can find them quickly and do your photo books or whatever you want to do. That's what most people want to do. They, um, I think probably 99% of my clients, when you ask them, so why do you want to, you know, do that whole big project? Because it is always big. Most of the time they want to do photo books, like annual yearbooks. That's a good idea. Mm. So what should Kirst do as <laughs> okay. the first step? As a first step. So you've got an iPhone. And a Windows or a Mac? Mac. Mac. That's easy. No. <laughs> it's my favourite. Yes. <laughs> the, eco, the Apple ecosystem. So you were thinking, so what's happened when you set up the phone correctly, you take a photo, it goes up to the cloud. When you turn on your computer, it will download to your computer when you open the native photos app. And whatever you change in there will go back through the cloud onto your phone. So it's completely synced. And if you delete photos off the phone, they will be gone eventually on your computer as well. And that's actually something that a lot of people don't understand. They think that they are backing up their photos, but they're not. Then they delete them off the phone to make space and they lose them because they actually then gone everywhere. Oh, so so there is a bit of danger too in, in that technology. So yeah. syncing and backing up yeah. are two different functions. Totally different, yeah. That's good to know. Syncing, I always explain, is like a two-way road and backing up is like a one-way road. You send the data to wherever to back it up and you don't touch it. It just sits there. Mm. So you start with that. So you get it back you get it down to your computer and that's that's your gathering point. That can be your photo hub. And if you go on a holiday, maybe and you take a, a big camera with you, not just a phone, you can also add them to that hub and then they will pop up on your phone, which is pretty cool. And you can add tags and keywords. You can make albums. And the albums, they're not like folders. They're just like virtual albums. So, and again, it translates, it comes over to the phone. So what you see on your screen on the computer, you see on the phone. But importantly, what you, of course, need to do is to back up your computer. <laughs> does, does Google Drive count as a backup? It, Google Drive, yes, it can. It can. Yeah, you can. And that's the thing with photo organizing. It's 
<laughs> there are so many Endless. options. There are so many mm. um, variables in a photo project. It's it, there's not one solution that fits everyone. And some people are very tech savvy, others are a bit less, and you've got to find the right solution for them. Mm. Why do you think people place so much value on photos? It's just sentimental because, again, it brings us back to that moment in time that we want to remember. Um, I believe on, on a deeper level, really, photos are so important that because they they help us to connect with people, they help us to connect with our own stories, with where we come from. You know, we've all got roots. And even if we see photos of people that we've never met in our lives, like our great great parents or something, I feel for me personally that not everyone might feel that. For me, I find this is valuable. It gives me that sense of belonging that's where I come from without these people you wouldn't be there um yeah so I think that's that's a big part of it Mm. how do you think we cope with that really crippling fear of losing photos losing videos and so Mm. as a result we often just hold on to every single thing because we're just scared yes how do we handle that by by learning how to manage it Mm. Um, that's the overwhelm that I see all the time. And it's not even a question of age. It doesn't mean that, uh, you know, only maybe um, elderly people struggle with that. It's even the younger ones where, you know, in their 20s, 30s who struggle because, yes, they are like the generation who grow up with all these things and with the phones and what have you. But a lot of them actually haven't, they don't really know what's going on. True. Um, so you got to educate people. Um, and for me, as a professional photo organiser, for me, one goal is always to find a solution that works for the individual client. And again, that's very individual. Um, and I'm, one of my main goals is always to work with what they already have. So it's not about getting fancy photo um, management software. That's usually not necessary um, if you're not maybe a photographer who really has a lot of photos and needs to catalogue them. Everything is feasible in a simple folder structure. What, just mm. what you do, Amy. Yeah. What Kirsten I find a lot is that people have old phones, old iPads, old mm. laptops, and we're like, do you use this anymore? No. When was the last time mm. you used it? Five years. Like, okay, so the, all the data on there, you're not mm. going to use again. Even your old resume, that's all mm. gone but there's such a fear of, but what if there's photos on it? I don't even have the charger or I have CDs or floppy disks. There's so much just being Mm. withheld in homes because we just don't Mm. know what to do with it. Is it possible to get photos off old devices that we don't have the chargers for? Yeah. All right, how? Um, Well, if you don't have the chargers for that might be a bit of a problem. (laughs) A photo organiser that... They often do have charges for all the things um, that they sort of have in their kit, but not all the time, of course. But there are businesses out there as well who convert and who get data off old devices professionally. So it, it can be done. It's not all lost. It can happen that um, I know that even with newer phones, if you don't have the access code, 
it's very, very tricky. Mm. It's, you know, there's almost no way to get to the photos. That's why we're always very strongly advocating for backing up. You know, you need to get these photos down, <laughs> down the devices. You can still have them there, but at least put them on your computer, have them somewhere. Um, but it's very common. We we always find a whole heap of old devices and old computers and, yeah. So one thing that I always challenge my clients with when they do that is I'm like, well, when are you going to pay for the professional organi- photo organiser or when are you going to pay and they're to go and get it done by a professional who can retrieve this? And they're like, I don't know and I'm not sure if I ever am. And I'm like, well, then... What's the point? What's the point? Yeah. Like, why are we keeping it? And But, it, but it's such a deep-seated... No, what if I've got that one mm. photo of my baby's first birthday and it's the only photo I've got? I'm like, mm. but you don't know that right now. Like, <laughs> and yeah. So, and, and I think that that's even harder now when we take like, you know, 20,000 photos of just in the last couple of years since I've had that phone. Like, I have, I have deleted some. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't find the time or the inclination to delete. That's my biggest problem. I don't even know what I do have because I just don't go back and look at photos very often. And I and I know this isn't everybody. I'm just speaking about myself, but I don't even have the inclination to do yearly photo books at the moment. Mm. Um, life is really, you know, full with our business and full with life. So um it's only when kids need to do projects or – and to be honest, the only time I go back and look at memories is when Facebook tell me. Yes, I love those. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, look, thank you, Facebook. You've shown me this yeah. beautiful memory. But or, that's not going to keep going. Like, I don't post any no. photos on – well, hardly. No. So mm. that's going to change because we're not going to mm. get those memories anymore. Yes. Because yeah. we're, not re- we're not creating them. Yes, but if we're mm. not creating them, then we – Where are the photos? Where are, There's no photos. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know – if we're not taking photos, like you and I have just spoken about mm. how we often forget to take photos with guests that come uh-huh. in. Mm. And and it's the same. I'm trying to be more present with my children. So I'm trying not to snap mm. and get in their face and take a million photos of every occasion. Mm. That doesn't always happen. I'm often taking lots of photos. But mm. and it's just this whole like sorry I'm just like rambling about this whole (laughs) like psychology around you know I have been guilty of like taking a photo only for the purpose of Facebook like so then and if Mm. it's going on Facebook Mm. like I don't need to keep it and I don't want to trust Facebook to keep it oh no like so but yeah, it's just—it's a whole rabbit warren we can fall down. I think people down. are feeling all those things that yeah. you're saying. They're, they're thinking that, they're feeling that, they have the same fears. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think you're alone in that. And, and look, it's—it's it's just what you just said about Facebook. Um, I take photos that are just for that one purpose to post it on social media. I take photos of food, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the difference might be that when I posted it, I delete it off my camera mm. because it's not a photo that I need in my family photo collection yeah <laughs> unless it was a very special meal or something hmm. obviously you know so th- and that's all good there's no right and wrong um and what you also just mentioned is you know you gotta nip it in a butt yes. and that's 
where does it start in actually taking the photos? So let's just take few photos mm. and be in the moment more and be present. And we don't need a million photos to bring us back to that mm. moment. Are you loving getting into decluttering and organising? Are you excited to get into different spaces in your house and just see the transformation that is possible? But are you also finding that there are some things that just aren't sticking, that you're finding that you just don't have the routine or system to really hold you where you want to be? Well, Kirstie and I have developed the Art of Decluttering online course, which is an amazing six-module self-paced course with an interactive Facebook community. So if you want to go from overwhelmed to just nailing this decluttering thing, we would love you to join us. You just visit outofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course. We have payment plans available. Access it today and see that transformation that you've been dreaming of. Have an organized home that stays organized for life. We cannot wait to see you in the course. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One of the things I find helpful is I use my gallery on my phone, so the 164 photos as a to-do list. So what yeah. I've got on there is two clients' session photos that I know yeah. I need to do before and afters on. And mm-hmm. if there's a screenshot of something I need to do, which is often, you know, I'm screenshotting all the time as to-do mm-hmm. lists, but once that's done, I delete it. Yeah. And it once I get, there's probably maybe six photos that I keep mm-hmm. on there. That's kind of it. But when you've got 21,000, that's a huge, it's like when people have too many emails, it's a big job to get it down to that running as your to-do list. Yeah. But it's worth it. So maybe I shouldn't say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. <laughs> you, The way I see it, you can approach it from two ways. You can declutter, which is obviously my favourite way to, you know, minimise things, keep it low, declutter and then organise and make things suitable. That's one way the other way and you know within the industry we talk a bit about things like that and it seems to be a bit maybe it becomes a bit more of a trend to actually you know what forget about deleting but we need better ways to manage the photos so as you just said you don't get to delete them you don't take the time or don't have the time whatever and that's fine but maybe instead you could take the time to love hard your photos when you're on an Apple phone. You've got the love heart. You, I'm sure you've got similar thing mm-hmm. on Android. Probably. Uh, somehow to, you know, your favorite photos. 
And that already, even though you've still got thousands of photos, at least you would have an album and that's actually created automatically with your favorites. I had that because I've got so an Apple you Watch saw, yeah. so I wanted, and I yeah. wanted photos on my Apple Watch go. so I created yeah. a favorites oh. album. Yeah. So that might be easier for some people to actually think about, okay, don't worry about the amount, but I need to find a way how to catalog or to manage them in a way so that I can quickly get at the best ones and just forget about the other ones. And then, of course, you can think about, okay, so why on earth do I keep the other ones? But as you said, it's a, it takes time. Mm. I know what I'm doing on the flight back home to Sydney. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you give us an update when you get home? I'd, I'd love you to take mm. a screenshot when you're leaving and then a screenshot when we'll you see. land. And let's I'm see pretty what you're tired. Getting. I might just sleep on the plane. Okay. Yeah. So but if we'll you feel see. inspired. But if I'm inspired, I will do that and I'll let you all know. Awesome. <laughs> so what is our next step? Like mm. how do we back up, back up, and do we need to have yeah. like three backups and do they need to be off-site? And, mm. you know, because we're in bushfire season. We're recording this in November just as all the New South Wales and the Queensland fires are ravaging um, houses. You know, hundreds of houses have been lost and mm. that's obviously unfortunately makes a boom for your business because yeah. people are – um, good for you, unfortunate for the people, yeah, yeah. and unfortunate, uh, and and it's fear-inducing for the rest of us who are uh, who are thankful enough to have our houses. So, what does that look like? What do we, what should we be doing in case of fire or disaster? Or yeah, look in reality, and what you just mentioned the um, the fires. This was actually one of the triggers for me to start specialising in photo organising because I do live in Elson, which is very fire prone. Um, when we came here to Australia, um, a few years later, the Black Saturday fire happened very close to home. And that really, you know, that was a huge eye opener because I'm from Switzerland. We don't get bushfires and earthquakes and tornadoes and I don't know what. So it was like, oh, what's going on here? Oh, we need a fire plan and all that stuff. So that was new and that's sort of what triggered my interest in photo organising actually. And because it's so precious, you don't want to lose it. So that's where backing up comes in. Even if you don't do anything else with your photos, I always encourage people to do back up. Do at least that. Even if you don't organise or you don't even pick your favourites, who cares? back them up so at least you got them because if you lose them you can't do you've lost them they're gone um so we do the three to one back backup method which is basically three copies on two different devices and one of them kept off off site not offline off site what that could mean um as an example would be you've got your master file so to speak so in Kirsty's case that will be on your mac on your computer that's your master right your original so to speak then you create a backup to an external hard drive and you create another backup to either another external hard drive that you then keep away from home or Rather than another back, uh, rather than another um, external drive, you use the cloud. Um, but you gotta use a good cloud backup program, not just you know, saving backing up photos in Facebook is not a backup. <laughs> um, so you need 
to choose the right stuff. Um, and that's what we recommend. And it's not me who's come up with that. That's just an industry standard best practice to have the three, two, one. And, you know, by the way, that goes for all digital data, not just photos, of course. Um, and I do like the, the cloud backup, but it's not for everyone because especially here where Elsom is not too bad, but like, you know, next door in Warren Dider, so they often don't have good enough internet connection. <laughs> so you can't use a cloud backup. You need to find other strategies and ways. And the external hard drive is the easiest to do. Keep that away from home. So Chantelle, that sounds like the plan for the digital photos. What about the 80s and 90s printed albums that we all have with the plastic film on top and we have, (laughs) our parents have them and we've inherited some. What do we do with those photos? Yeah, that's a bit trickier, obviously. So the only way to back these up is to scan them, uh, which as you can imagine is not an easy job in most cases, especially if they stuck to albums, then... You know, sometimes it's easy to take them out. And while you do that, you actually declutter and get rid of a lot of these photos. I've gone through these processes for my own photos and family photos too. And and I learned a few lessons with that. And one is that scenery photos, you don't need them. (laughs) Um, In the end, what you want is photos with your loved ones. Um, That's my personal opinion and, and, but and experience but so you scan them and especially yeah. scenery photos now because you mm. can just google yeah i know and look i always say like and, and i've done that <laughs> and i still do it but you know you go to paris let's imagine you go to paris eiffel tower you take a photo everyone does that me included but when you go back to that years later as you say, you can just Google that and you will find better photos. And <laughs> <laughs> what is valuable is a photo with you and the Eiffel Tower. And actually, once you start, you know, organizing your photos and going through them and decluttering them, what I always find, you, it does automatically change how you take photos. And I was never a fan of selfies, but honestly especially as moms we're often not in the picture Mm. so you know take selfies doesn't matter if they're not perfect but they document um that we were there or you know at an event or whatever it also gives our kids photos to look back on like when we Mm. you know when Mm. we do pass on Mm. that's because i was going to ask the same question like i know that i got a digital camera in the mid 2000s so before that I didn't necessarily put everything in photo albums we just print paid cost the fortune to print them all out and half the photos were (laughs) not so good anyway or sceneries um but yeah what what's your best advice for scanning them do we go out and buy a, a fast scanner do we pay for you to scan them all for us do we like there are two options. What are some other yeah. options? Of course you pay for me. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and you can service clients anywhere in the world. Yeah, we scan. Well, theoretically also with scanning because yeah. you can mail them. But a lot of people, which is completely understandable, wouldn't post their photos because yeah. they are so precious. But, yeah, digital, yeah, absolutely. That's easy with remote. But with scanning, look, um, can be anything. Uh, I've taught people to scan their photos themselves. So I, I taught them, go and buy this scanner from Office Works, nothing fancy, but a special 
photo scanner. That's always better than these multi-functional uh, machines like, you know, the, the copier and printer mm-hmm. and scanner because they are made to scan documents and not photos. So if you do invest, at least get, get and they're not so expensive, but they're made for photo scanning and they can also scan like um, slides and negatives, which oh, is really yeah. good. Yeah. And it's easy to set up um it's it's time consuming because the one that I'm thinking of that's a, a flatbed scanner. So you have to lift the lid, put your photo down. You can scan more than one photo at once. Um, there are high speed scanners that are quite expensive that work basically. You know they've got an automatic feeder and it's like a copier. It goes like a second and the photo scan. They really they're great. But for older, especially fragile photos, that's not an option. Um, there are A3 scanners, who, um, which are really great if you need to scan complete albums, if you don't want to take apart the albums. Because sometimes, you know, if if someone's a scrapbooker, they put a lot of effort and time and, and love in a scrapbook. You don't want to rip it apart. <laughs> but to in order to back it up, you can scan the whole page. And there's yeah. some photos that they're 50, year, 50 years old and they've been on that sticky paper yeah. mm. and had that sticky paper on top of it mm. that you, when you try to take it off, yeah. particularly not a professional photographer, mm. photo organiser, but me, the photo <laughs> ends up ripping and you're yeah. like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of those old photos, what do you suggest for sharing photos amongst family members. So say my grandma mm-hmm. passes down her photos, how do we all get a copy? Is it the scan? Is that yes. or a shelled album? Yeah. Uh the scan. Okay. Definitely the scan. This is the really cool thing about the digital age. <laughs> because once it's scanned, that's also a good thing about scanning, you do it once, then it's done. It's not like an ongoing thing. And you add it to your photo collection and then you can share it so easily. And there's there's a few, you know, programs and apps out there, cloud-based, that are really, really good, where you can share these family photos. Other people, if you, for example, have old photos and you don't know who's in the, in the photo or why were they there or whatever, you can share that in that app and other people can add information to the picture oh. and say, oh, yeah, you know, that's that's Uncle Paul, whatever. <laughs> or tell a story in the description field. They can write down the whole story because, of course, that's the other thing why our photos are so important is because they tell a story mm. and they remind us of that story and we were people of stories. So <laughs> that's that's, you know... That's very powerful and um, talking of scanning like whole family collections and sharing them, it's just a wonderful experience. And again, it I feel it can really connect people on a different level. Um, and, and, you know, then when you look at the photos, suddenly stories emerge out of the blue that you've never heard. Um, I always recommend clients like, you know, in, let's say, retirement age, if they want to scan the collection I and if they want to do it themselves, I usually tell them, look, if you 
if you have children, if you have a good relationship, maybe you want to do that with one or with all of your children because it's a wonderful experience to go through the photos together. And it's not like you look at each photo and then, you know, half an hour later you get to the next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's that not very efficient. <laughs> but you, that there will be stories told mm. that emerge and it's just wonderful I've done that with my mom and it was just so beautiful and and I will I'll always you know carry that with me that's that's has created a new valuable memory that's and that's what I want people to experience that you know that connection and yeah what are some other ways of honoring our photos and sharing our stories that's exactly the challenge of what we mentioned before. You know, we've got all these photos, but we don't actually look at them, let alone share them apart maybe from in the social media. But um, the cloud comes in, but also to honour and to to sort of get back photos into our lives. It's very personal. Again, some people like this, others like that. One thing that I personally like, because I've never been a big scrapbooker, I've done a few, you know, I've, I, I do photo books for our family, but not, not many. But I got a really cool digital frame and that all, that's all wirelessly. So when I take a photo, I can email it to an address and it pops up in the living room on the frame. And I got my mom one of these frames too, so she's overseas. So now I can just, you know, when I've got a, a photo from one of the grandkids, I can just email that and it pops up in her living room and it's just so That's cool. So, and it's always there and, you know, it, it circulates. You've got a whole library, like you can upload about a thousand pictures or something. So you can change it um that's one of my favorite ways. A lot of people really want to do the photo books because people like to touch things. So, you know, you can do fancy slideshows and all that stuff and that's great, but mostly what people want is touch it and have the photo books in their hands. Is there somewhere you'd recommend <laughs> to our listeners that they could go to? Yeah, I love the, it's actually Sydney-based company called Momento. They're awesome. They've got great quality um their software is really great you can do the book all offline and when you're ready you've reviewed it and when it's done you can upload it and two weeks later you've got your photo book in your hand Ooh, memento and memento they're really good i use them oh do yeah. you awesome mm. there you go we'll put that in the show notes <laughs> and the good thing about you know with photo books is of course as opposed to the 80s photo books <laughs> You create a book and you can order 10 of the same if need to be. And again, that's a great way to share when you have scanned old family photos. And especially if you go further than scanning and you adding metadata like people's names, places, all that information about the picture, even a story description, um, you can then share that and, and have like these virtual albums like, okay, this is from family so-and-so, you know, from which branch of the family tree that there's a whole world out there that I'm not an expert in, but you can do so much. Yeah. That's awesome. Chantel, where can people find you, your podcast and your business, um, if they're wanting to find you online? Uh, my business is photosinorder.com.au. 
And as you said, <laughs> um, I'm a co-host of the podcast DIY Photo Organizing together with lovely Fiona. And actually, when you've got scanning questions, she's specializing in that and she can do really cool stuff. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chantel. As we said, Thank people you. have been busting our humps to get this episode we're so out. glad we got you in here yeah so thank you so much i have to thank you ladies we've had lots of fun if you've got any extra questions about photos or tips that you use yourself jump into our facebook community this week and um we'll be a hive of photo organizing activity mm. do you have a reviews to read today Anna? i do thank you for that reminder Shuffle, shuffle. Okay, I've got two reviews. Both are from Facebook. So this one's from Harrison Adams. It's a five-star review. It says, supportive, non-judgmental, honest discussion with an enthusiasm for decluttering and the genuine warmth that comes from a deep friendship. I think that's us. <laughs> they continue to discover new things about each other and themselves while they share their experience and wisdom with a healthy side of heck of, let me try and say this, with a healthy side of candid humility and humour. That's a beautiful review. Thanks, and this one's from Maria Hetham on Facebook. Five-star review. I love listening to the podcast. These two girls are funny and lighthearted and it just makes me want to get in there and declutter what they talk about and make a trip to Ikea. <laughs> I'm binge listening to this enjoyable duo. Thanks, ladies. Thank you for leaving those reviews. We always love them. It helps people to find our podcast and we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.